If you want to destroy the life of your enemy, <laughs> ask him to go to FNB. <laughs> ask him to start a restaurant. <laughs> it's from the heart. Ooh. Uh, it's so good to be back again, really. Um, for yet another episode of the Chris Hansen Conversation Season 2 and we're rolling right along with this season I am so happy because at least for the second time for me I've got this gentleman in my studio and I'm always happy to have him with me and I uh, he's such a joy to have and with me I have the currently retired Chef Benicito welcome to the studio Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure. It's good to see you. It's good to have you back. The last time we were together, it was on my last podcast. Oh, okay. If you remember that show, the show that I shall not name. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but this is a brand new one, and I'm so happy to have you back again with me at least. And the last time when we spoke, you were together with Chef Imran. Yes. And we heard this, I, you, you told us this fantastic story of your life. Um, and how heroin was part of your life and how you reformed and became the person that you are. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a great story. And that's a story, I'm going to be very bold about this. That's a story that a lot of people here in Singapore know of. You wrote your book yeah, about that. Um, you've had a lot of talks that you've given also about that. Yeah. So today... I will not be talking about that because I'm pretty sure everybody knows who Chef Benicito is. I want to know now, and for every one of our viewers and listeners, yeah, how did you become this person in the culinary world? That story, which I think is going to be great for the young people out there who are considering a career in culinary, who are considering maybe one day they have dreams, their hopes and their ambitions to be restaurateurs. Yeah? And yours is such an interesting story because you started in the business kind of late in life. Yeah? So let's go back to the very beginning. How did you land up in culinary? Okay. Uh, <clears throat> the... As I think back no. on my life, I, I guess God has not given me a lot of gifts. But uh, I think God has given me a gift of cooking. Mm -hmm. You know, He has given me a gift of discernment when I eat something, you know, I will be able to decipher, uh, I will be able to know what kind of ingredients. Uh, they gone gone into it. They gone into it. I was just at this uh, expo. There's a uh, mm. there's some some happening there. Like, I know uh, some uh, Malay uh, families were selling some desserts. Mm. From, uh, they got it from KL, and then they're selling the dessert. So he gave me one to try. I said, "Wow, it's quite nice, actually." I said, "Why don't you do it yourself?" Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, you know, as I taste it, actually, I know uh, what is what is inside the the dessert. Mm -hmm. It's not rocket science, you know. Or maybe I think uh, I have this gift. Not everybody. Might oh, be. trust me, chef. That's a gift because yes. I would I wouldn't been I, I would not have been able to yes. tell. So the story goes back in the nineteen ninety. There was a very big earthquake in Turkey. Yeah, Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I was in this disaster relief team. A group of uh, Singapore doctors and nurses, Malaysia's uh, doctors and nurses. They flew to Istanbul to. Uh, uh, a, a little town in uh, uh, Turkey called Izmit. Mm -hmm. Izmit. I-Z-M-I-T. Izmit. Okay. So I was in this disaster with you. Of course, I'm not a doctor or I'm not a nurse. Yep. So my job is to uh, go to Turkey with this group of doctors and nurses and build a tent. I'm going to uh, cook all the meals for the doctors and nurses. Of course, it's not about, not me alone. I, I have a team also. Mm. So we just pack our bag from Singapore and then uh, got all our ingredients. And then we, I, I, I remember we can bring anything uh, uh, to Turkey. 
So uh, nobody will stop us bring lanchong meat, lapchong or anything. Oh, really? We just we just uh, bring the whole thing to you know uh, no immigration uh, disturbance. Okay. And then we are actually quite uh, uh, you know because you're a relief team lah. Yeah, yeah, relief team. Just a yeah. relief team. Mm-hmm. So every meal. The doctors and nurses when they, they they have their meals, and every time they will come to me say, Benny, uh, uh, your cooking is so nice. Why don't you uh, come out and do something about maybe start a food business? At the time, I was a dispatch rider. No, I just ride a motorcycle and go and deliver. You know, sorry, letters. chef, I got to stop you there. I just need to understand. You were a dispatch rider. Yes. You end up on the relief team. Yes. How did that happen? Uh, at the time there was a big earthquake and then they need volunteers mm-hmm. so I just uh, for my kind of work is uh, I, I, I deliver letters I got money so never mind I park my motorcycle aside flew with the team to Turkey and just do cooking maybe I love to cook it's something that I think at that time so you volunteered la? I volunteered so I think I can cook mm-hmm. so uh, I just follow them and then the, the encouraging thing is the doctor and the say Penny wow your cooking is so Fantastic, and it's such kind of. Why don't you, you know, maybe uh, come out and do some uh, FMB. What did you cook for them when you were there? I cook for them like uh, cook a curry, mm-hmm. you know, cook a normal, you know, a uh, 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 Singaporean family. They will cook some vegetable, mm-hmm. you know, and then some uh, fried egg. And then I remember I cook, I fried some kiamhu, and all the turkeys run away. You know, the <laughs> was so heavy. So every the doctors and nurses, they, they I try to make them felt less homesick. Right. During the time. Right. So I think I did a good job. And then uh, my point is sometimes you have a gift. You need somebody else to remind you, hey, you got this gift of cooking, you know. Then I said uh, there and there I say, Yeah, actually I'm I'm quite good at cooking you know okay you know why don't actually uh, I come back this time come back this one I come back maybe I think of something along this line mm. F&B mm. and then this sparked the, that uh, 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 wanting to do something in the F&B business yes right huh? mm. and then later on I start a Chinese restaurant which is uh, feel very badly I'm not. I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. I think I, I my customers say my food is good, and then I, I, I did not. I'm not able to to do a good business. I, I, I uh, after all these years, when a little bit, I guess that I do not know how to manage. But chef, uh, let me try and connect the dots. Ah, huh? Turkey, when you were there, you were cooking. 1990. 1990. Then you've got. Um, People who told you, hey, your food's really good. 1990, Turkey. <laughs> Correct, in, in Turkey when East you were there. Beach. Yeah. So people told you your food's very good. And then you realize that, hey, me, I got a gift, right? And then you came back to Singapore. Yes, still doing dispatch riding. Okay, that's, what, that's where I'm trying to understand. So you was, when you came back to Singapore, you were still working as a dispatch rider. Yes. Then after that, how did that Chinese restaurant come about? Uh, opportunity came, 2005. Okay, so... Uh, uh, that was 15 years later. Yes. That was 1990. I was in Turkey. Came uh-huh. back. 2005. Wow. I mean, so what were you doing between the time you came back because I do from not have Turkey opportunity. So you were still working? Yes, I, I'm still uh, working as a dispatch rider. But uh, later on, I became a uh, owner of the dispatch company. So I began ah. to able to okay, okay. Save See, that's why this, this is where you this know. is where I want to so really. So yeah. when opportunity arise and I have the money at hand, I say, okay, why not we start a Chinese restaurant? Okay, so um, let's go back to the dispatch riding part. Yes, you eventually owned. A dispatch riding company or dispatch company. Yes. Okay. How did that happen? How did that happen is uh, I when I was working as a dispatch rider. I never worked in my life before. I I I, I you know before I was even uh, mm. uh, smoking heroin. I usually work one month, two months. I'm not the kind of people cut off to work for people. Sure. So I I when I released from prison this time, really wants to change. I then I. To get a job that do not need to go for a job interview, which I very afraid because nobody wants to hire an ex-offender during that time. Right. And then I got a job as a dispatch rider. Okay, I don't owe, 
you anything, you know, I dispatch, I got 50% commission, mm. commission. That's where I can uh, sustain my motorbike and then my pager. At that time, it's pager. Petrol. You know, petrol. Mm. And then I, I can save, mm. you know. And then uh, later on when uh, the positive... Uh, okay, no, it's, it's 1999. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's not 19. No, it's okay, it's okay. Sorry, sorry, it's not 1999. <laughs> it's 1999. It's cool, it's cool. Okay. Turkey, Ismich, is 1999. Okay. Right, right. Five, uh, opportunity arise. Six years later, yeah. I joint venture with someone to start a Chinese restaurant. Okay, feel badly. Is a restaurant or coffee it's a shop? Restaurant, restaurant, it's a restaurant. restaurant. With, uh, without uh, any, uh, without any uh, cooking experience in 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 the professional culinary world. Okay, the only time I cook uh, for. Uh, professionally is the one in uh, Turkey mm-hmm. and the one when I was in prison I was a tea boy tea boy I cooked for the officers and the superintendent of the the the, the prison Prisons. so they yeah. actually I went for audition hey this guy can cook you know so I was a tea boy like, you know. mm-hmm. so I cooked for the superintendent that means I eat the best food in prison okay, huh? okay. so with that experience I, I started this Chinese restaurant it's a 200-seater restaurant, you know. Wow. It's called Goshen. If you Google, you might be able to get it. G-O-S-H-E-N. Right. It's a Chinese restaurant, 200-seaters. Mm. Uh, unconsciously, I hired about 90% of ex-offender in this team. Also? Yes. So you'll be you doing me? that. because you're Unconsciously. F- you're popular for doing that. For, for unconsciously. I never planned to do this. But some, you know, when I, when I started my Korea company, mm. you know, I, I hired about... 80% uh, is something that is unspoken, something very close to my heart. It's very natural for me. Right. You know, it's very natural for me. So it's always you been know. in your blood now. Yeah, yeah, yes. When you, when yes. you, with every business you've got. When I came out from prison, this mm. period, uh, nobody wants to hire ex-offender. Right. Nobody wants to hire. Is it Why different today, do you think? Different today. Really? Different today. Now, mm. if you're an employer, yeah. you want to hire an ex-offender for you, you wait. Because the ex-offender now they have choices. Really? Yeah. Huh? They don't need to work in the F&B industry. No. Oh. They don't. They, they have choices to work in the IT. Mm-hmm. They work in the logistic uh, 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 industry, or they work in. They have choices now. Huh? Because, so it's a lot uh, better now. Huh? It's a lot better now. A lot, a lot better now because mm. I guess it's because the government is uh, closing their labor tap. Foreigners are not allowed to 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 get quotas to work in Singapore. Right. So employers got no choice, what? Mm. If you're an employer, mm. Singapore there's a lot of employers now. Yeah. You yeah. can be an employer anytime. The question you ask is who is going to work for you? Yeah. Ex offender is the best alternative uh workforce. You want to get them, you can't get now. Mm. They have better choices, uh, mm. you know. Okay, so you've always had that. It's been in your DNA ever since. For every single business you've been in or started in your own. Consciously, yeah, really, yeah. I did not plan it, but somehow it's well automatic. In my, uh, in my, in my perspective, is two person came for interview. Mm. Both have the same experience, mm. you know. And then one is an ex offender, one is a not. I will hire the ex offender mm. <laughs> because the ex offender were. At that time, have lesser chances to get a job. Right. And for you, a normal person, you sure can get a job. I don't want you. Right. That's how I I look at it. Can I just go back to the dispatch company? How did you manage to open that business? Because I'm, uh, I, I, I share with you just now, I've never worked in my life. Yeah. So the dispatch company, when I came out from prison in 1993, I restarted doing dispatch. until about nineteen, uh, about two thousand something, I was still doing. Mm-hmm. I, I saved enough money to start my own. Mm. Oh, so you saved the money to do it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. As a dispatch rider. So you didn't take a uh, like a business loan? No, or no, no, nothing like that. I don't take. Uh, my goodness. Yes, I, I at that time around that time I before I start the company I don't even know where's the ATM cards. You know, so when I do a start business, I need to know that, oh, okay, ATM, I was safe. And then then uh, when I do dispatch, my customer owe, owe me money. Mm-hmm. Uh, then for two months, then that, they pay the last month. So I, I say enough to, to able to uh, 
have a, a healthy cash flow. Right. You know, at that time, actually, I'm 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 somehow learning how to do business. It's like a survival kind of thing. Okay. You know. Okay. And I got an ATM card or that. Okay. Then start a company like that. Yeah. Wow. So you started a dispatch company, and it ran for how long? It went for when two o five when I come into the FMB. Mm-hmm. I started a Chinese restaurant. I decided to uh, stop it. It, it. it actually is a good business. Uh, I think uh, if I'm going to run it uh, every month, I can. Uh, although I, I some months I will have uh, less money because everybody owes me money. Mm. I have to pay salary. You know, every one month I can get seventy thousand, no problem. And when then with that kind of money from the dispatch business, you still decided to close it down and go into F and B. It's a challenge for me. Wow, and you were not thinking about that's uh, how much I stand to lose. I I I I was reminded in 1999 by a group of doctors. Hey, Benny, you really can cook, you know. You know, my point is always sometimes uh, you have this gift uh, that you 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 realize you have it, you want to pursue it. You know, two o five. I feel feel that business. Two o five was forty five years old. Two o o six. I was forty six years old. I went to Jamie Oliver's restaurant to do an internship, and rough it up with a lot of uh, with the with with all the the kids, seventeen years old, eighteen years old. You know, then two o seven. That's how I start my. Uh, actually, I don't want to call. I, I don't want to mention the name. Eighteen Chef. Okay. And from there on, two o seven, and then from there on, how it grows, how it multiplies in Singapore until fourteen dollars during my time. Please, please bear with me, yeah. Yeah. Please bear with me because uh, I spot quite quite a number of things. So that's okay. why sometimes I must retrospect, uh, okay. reverse back. Uh. You shut down the dispatch riding company. I didn't sell it. You shut I, it down, I, I, I don't want uh, uh, somebody who bought it and then do a bad job. Right. Wow. Because for me, uh, my dispatch company, uh, uh, although it's uh, run by me and ex offender, my guys are ex, but we did a good job in the market. Okay. I don't want the reputation to be uh, to be tarnished because uh, I make some money out of this company. So, so this means that you were not. Oh, that's one. That's really noble. But you were not afraid to lose. Whatever you were stably receiving in income by closing down that company to pursue your passion. Yeah. Yep, okay. And then you started Goshen, the Chinese restaurant. And then how long did that last? Less than a year. Less than a year. Wow. Oh, wow. 200-seater restaurant. Less than a year. Less than a year. Did it really hit you hard? I mean, in terms of the loss. Okay, yeah. Okay. Since you're munching on that, this is something I have to do, which I do at every episode. So let me just take a little intermission here. Chef Benny is right now munching away at his little munchkins that uh, is sponsored kindly by Gordon's Vades. Here you go. Here you go. Oh, Check well, it out. Yeah, it's Benny. Gordon's Vades. Yes. And it's from his franchisee, VJ. Oh, okay. I don't know VJ. Yeah, so VJ delivers uh, on all of my episodes for all my guests. So I hope you're enjoying that. So thank you again, Gordon Zavades. Um, this is where uh, you guys have got to really order. You can order online at gordonvade.com or you can WhatsApp that number on the screen. The crispiest, fluffiest, damn Vades in the land. Coming back, now back to the show. Let me just continue from where I left off. So, Chef, you closed it down after one year, 200-seater restaurant, and then you, what was, what was, what was the lesson learned? Was, there must have been some lessons. Okay, uh, I, I guess uh, the failure of the first Chinese restaurant is my inexperience of uh, managing a mm-hmm. uh, restaurant. Okay. If you look around, uh, if I look around my me, uh, there's a lot of uh, celebrity chefs mm-hmm. who start a restaurant. Mm-hmm. They can cook them bloody well. Mm. But when they come into business, they fail. Okay. You know, so uh, that uh, is a lesson for me. Managing Food costs, labor mm-hmm. costs, 
mm-hmm. and I look at uh, the business differently. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, when you're so passionate about cooking, ah, uh, you 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 don't care about what kind of ingredients you put in the most expensive ingredients. Of course, you can be a celebrity chef. Mm-hmm. You know, but what about cooking with normal ingredients and you come up with uh, tastier uh, dishes? Okay. I think this is a chef and a business person, businessman. Mm. I think uh, I when I run my later on when I went a successful successful restaurant, I'm a chef and I'm also a businessman. Okay, so uh, so basically the message is very simple. Uh, learn the learn the business, learn how to run and manage a business, treat it like a business, mm. and then the passion is. Already there, so it's inkai, isn't it? It is understood, lah. Mm. Okay, so that's what you lacked at the time when you had Goshen. Yeah. And then what happened after that? Did you? Most people, most people, well, I did, would have just given up. You know, in FMB, right? You got hit so hard, they would have just given up. But you didn't. What made you pick up? I guess at that time, uh, and when I'm still at my, I was I was at my forties. Right. I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. To fear is not an option. Okay. I fear in Chinese restaurant. This one I can't fear. Okay. I'm gonna move the mic a little bit for you, so it's easier for you. Okay. Yes. You know. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have to make it works. Right. By putting in. Uh, 14, 18 hours a day. I, I need to make it works. Doing what? 14, 18 hours a day? Uh, in the restaurant business. Okay, but you've already closed Goshen. Uh, I mean, uh, later on when I start, I'm talking about... Now, right, right. Okay. Uh, I'm talking about the successful restaurant I ran. Right. Work the hours, you're saying? Yeah, working hours, putting more hours. But how did you get there? After, after Goshen went down, Okay. you picked yourself up. Mm. You didn't quit. Hmm? You didn't quit. You didn't quit at yourself, and then Jimmy you had internship. Ah, Jimmy okay. Yes. At Jamie Oliver's in in the UK, in London. Okay. So I I came back. I remember straight time. Give me a center page right up about this botai. Actually, he was uh, cooking at Jamie Oliver's. And you were saying just now you were with the seventeen, eighteen year olds. Yeah. And and what did you what did you go through at Jamie Oliver's? Huh? What did you go through there? I see a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Can you share that with us? And uh, I, I, I see how they manage the restaurant. Although mm-hmm. I didn't stay there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not paid. Uh, I go there for internship. I have to pay for my lodging and airfare and everything. Wow. So uh, when you uh, uh, have the gift of, you know, in this area, once you see roughly, you can actually learn so much things. Yep. The first time uh, I... I Actually, you know what is uh, agi olio? Okay. Before that, I'm a Chinese uh, chef. Yeah. I don't know what is uh, antipasti. So you went there with completely zero knowledge zero. Of, of, of Western culinary? Some of that I learned. Okay. Although uh, uh, in a short term time, I, I didn't learn I did nothing much there. I came back, I continued to study from the internet about, you know, uh, different cooking techniques. Mm-hmm. Huh? So mm-hmm. uh, with that experience, uh, with that uh, little branding, you know, mm-hmm. I actually uh, work in the uh, UK with Jamie Oliver. At least you don't give me face, give my seafood face, lah, you know. So when I started the restaurant, which I ran successfully, uh, there's a lot of help, uh, you know, through my short sting in... Uh, Jamie Oliver's. Yes. Okay. Okay. So you came back. After Jamie Oliver's, when you came back, you didn't immediately start the restaurant business, right? Again? Came back in 2006, start in 2007. Wow. We have a group of investors. Huh? That takes a lot of balls, huh? Isn't it? I mean, didn't you, you feel any anxiety to do that? To, uh, economic crisis. Yes, yes. Quite a big one. Yeah. Restaurant business, uh, nobody dares to go in. Yeah. And my first outlet was at 
this shopping mall in Simei. I also don't know where Simei at the time. So because uh, <coughs> the rental is reasonably uh, okay, mm -hmm. we just go in and mm -hmm. just shoot. So you managed to find investors or did the investors come to find you? It's a chess fans, they are chess fans. Okay, so you didn't as if you worked out a pitch deck and go try no, funding. There's and no pitching, there's no business plan, nothing. Really? Yeah. Just come out some money, let's go. Wow. I designed the menu, designed the kitchen and just shoot. Mm -hmm. This is not the right way to start a restaurant, but I'm more fortunate. Mm -hmm. From there, I grow the business. You know, the first three years was a, was a, was a bad business. So from there all we pick up ourselves again, pick up and then expand, got awareness of Singaporean and uh, uh, begins to uh, like me and support my business uh, model and then that's it. Let's talk about the three years you just mentioned. Yeah. The three years were, you you guys were just breaking even or you guys were, you know? Bleeding belly. Bleeding, uh, you on the red lah. Okay. And then when you're bleeding badly, everybody's got to chip in, right? Yeah. I got no money to chip in. I got to owe them a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Okay. But when we ran out of ideas, I remember the third year we were technically bankrupt. Oh, wow. So my partner said, we got zero in the bank. Mm -hmm. You call the shot, Benny. Mm -hmm. How you want to turn the pieces around? Mm -hmm. well, for the first three years, they 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 run the the whole business. Wow! I guess they underestimate me. But you were confident. They are professionals, right? In their own rights, right? So business is uh, doesn't mean that you are successful. Uh, in the financial institution, you know the market very well. Applying these techniques mm -hmm. to run F and V, you mm -hmm. feel badly. It's not the same thing. Different. So they run out ideas. So I, he said, Benny called a shop. That's how I turned the business around. And what did you do? <clears throat> Are you okay years, with the headphones? Okay, all no, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to, to, to get a good uh, position. Okay. For three years, we are marketing mm -hmm. food at 80 chefs. We are not doing well. So I got to change another strategy. Okay. Instead of marketing the food, right. I market myself. So you, you became the brand. Yes. Wow. And that it works. Wow. That is the uh, answer to the success of the whole group. Right. Wow. So you made a, you made a call to brand you. Mm. And and can you share with us how exactly did you do that? What was it based on? Um, Your own life story. I always look at uh, the banks in Singapore. Right, okay. You have DBS Bank, you have OCBC. Right. UOB. Mm -hmm. When we talk about DBS, you have Mr. Gupta in business suit. Yeah. Or we talk about at the time UOB or OUB. Mm -hmm. Mr. Wicho, yeah, yeah, Wicho, yeah, yeah, in suit. So I was, I was thinking, if I'm going to continue to market the food, it has not been helping us for three years, eh? So we have to train strategy. The last, the last shot, really, mm. give it a last shot, mm. and it works out. During that time, I'm a very shy person. I have very low self-esteem. I can't even look at you in your eyes and talk to you, you know. Hmm. I always feel that you are a better person than me. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a very lousy, I look down and can't even raise up my head and talk to you. And uh, what I did was, I took a photo of myself in the chef uniform with my post, you know, my... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, taller than this. I think as long as this one mm -hmm. at my Tangbaro Plaza. Mm -hmm. That's from that on. The portrait of you, you mean? Mm. Oh, I was so very shy. I can't talk. You know, 
I, I will not uh, hold a sentence with you. I don't know you. I, I always feel very low self-esteem. From that on. Uh. But you, it was very brave of you. Since you said that you have, you're, you're shy, mm. you know, um, self-esteem is low. But then to take on the task of using you as the face of 18 chefs. Take, no choice. Well, taking quite a lot out of you, isn't it? Because we try many ways, many tactics, many strategy to market the place can't work. Right. The last choice is market myself, lah. So, 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 so it's quite true, isn't it? That sometimes we all really have got to do the things we don't like to do because we really don't have a choice. But we know that this could be a solution. Yeah. To turning things around. Correct. Wow. Takes a lot of That's guts, uh, uh, Chef. I use this strategy and then it works. Mm. And from there on, we continue to to uh, grow the business. Right. To grow from one other to the next other. Uh, got the profits returned to uh, those uh, shares that I, I need to buy back my share again. Mm. And then on, uh, 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 we never take back the money. We grow the company, and then to a stage where we are able to, we are actually uh, uh, profitable. Right. We uh, got a better salary, and then uh, with bonuses. Right. Yeah, that's where I mm-hmm. got my first condominium, and then. Then you started you know, to really grow as a success, successful restauranter. You know, Mm. What kind of advice would you give um, young aspiring? Let's talk about this first, chefs. Okay. What do you think you say? You you want to say to them? You are chef. Okay. If you are young, if I were you, I will try to go out to the world. Mm. Got a chance to go to Europe, work for people, mm-hmm. get experience. Mm-hmm. You know, every year I travel. I love to travel. Travel to different places. Yeah, I see that. I, oh, I see that on your Facebook. Get to uh, expose yourself to mm. different kind of uh, working environment. Right. Don't become a chef just because you watch a few uh, Gordon Ramsay's uh, uh, <laughs> on TV or, or things like that. You think it's glamorous, glamorous thing again. So, uh, yeah, if you, have, if you are really passionate about becoming a chef, can travel the world, probably get an internship in Europe and, and work there. Lah. Okay. Come back and then see what you want to do. Okay. How about on the business front? Business front. Uh, <coughs> you need to have a mentor. Mm. At that time, you have a mentor. I might not be, uh, I, I might not uh, uh, fall so many times. Okay. You know, and then probably you learn from your mentor. And I think it's very important. And uh, if I have a good mentor, I would not have. Uh, I would have been successful uh, earlier. Earlier, yeah. Because there's someone for you to emulate. Yeah. And someone to teach you. Yes. Mm. So this is my advice. Uh. Are you doing that now for anyone? Uh, not that you're retired. Uh, I, I'm giving. Uh, I'm, I'm still giving consultation. I do consultation work. Okay. FMB consultation, and then. Uh, and uh, I, I consult for a lot of friends. Uh. Sometimes uh, when you don't trust them, uh, they will fear. I, I, I mean, uh, I, I try to explain that because uh, they, 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 they want, uh, you know, I, I give them a lot of advices. And then for them, they, 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 certain things I told them is important. They, 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 they just don't give a damn. Anyway, to get uh, this supplier for this, this, they want all this. These are all in my phone now. Uh. Benny, can you give me a, a, a good recipe for a fish and chip? I can give it to you. You know, so there are certain things that, hey, when you go and uh, go to uh, acquire a shop, you must know the pro- the, the provision, you know, what, how much uh, electrical, uh, 100, 150 ampere three phase, and then the, these are things that they don't want to listen, you know. I got a, I got a, 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 a I, can, I, I don't want to say crime because it's free consultation. 
they want other information. This then the crucial one they do they 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 don't listen. Mm. And then they got a shop without enough provision. Mm. For electricity, no and electricity and gas and all uh, that. Aircon uh, cannot, exhaust cannot. And then uh, uh, when I visit the shop, I say, uh, do you check? Before you start, do you check all this prov- provision? Mm. You but know. you did you did tell yes. them uh, beforehand. Most of them, they were minor in the major. <laughs> and then majoring on all the money. <laughs> hey, where is the, where is, how to do a good uh, fish and chip? Uh, how to do a good... Uh, 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 Aglio this these are easily taught. Yeah, yeah. You ask me, I can give you the recipes. Right, right. That, that is the important things that I told them. These are important things you must, you must. Because you got to set get it a up. Studio like this, uh, uh. You need enough uh, power for aircon, though. Yeah, you know. So if let's say a restaurant, uh, you don't have aircon, you want to go to a restaurant. Yeah. If if, if the suction is not enough, uh, mm. When uh, you are office, you wear office attire, go to the restaurant and eat something, and then your whole just smells of their food. Mm. You know, mm. you think people wants to go, mm. and then this they don't listen. Why? Because it's free, so they have to pay for it yes. in order for them to work on it because they yes. paid money for it, right? That's, that's your point. Yes, I, I mean I give a lot of free consultation. Mm-hmm. They, they 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 feel very badly, so I don't give anymore. Mm. So when you 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 charge them and they will wake up. <laughs> you, you know why? Because they're invested, lah. You, you know why? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. I do, I do. A lot of things are important. You tell them these are very important. Yeah, yeah. Do you want your customer to go to your restaurant no aircon, or do you want to smell like a like like a stick mm. when you leave uh, the <laughs> restaurant? Just smell like a. A rib eye, man. <laughs> you know, that kind of situation. These are very important. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. do listen. Okay. But they want a recipe, I can give it to them. So these people have, I mean, I'm, of course, we're not naming names, but these people that you've just, you know, peop, I mean, stories like this you've just cited. You know, they are come to you for consultation. You tell them they don't listen. Are they still in business? Huh? Or are they fucking up? I, I remember the one that uh, I, I told them the provision is important. Yeah. Uh. When the second month, uh, first uh, first month I go there, the business is slow. The second month I went there, I said, Benny, can you take over my restaurant? Mm. I'm a very blind person. Uh. I think she cried. Can you take over my restaurant? I'm bleeding very bad. Oh, God. Maybe you are, you are, you are, uh, uh, you are able to run and you help me to bear all the... I, I tell you, give me free also the one because how can I run a restaurant without aircon? You know, you, you have not enough electricity. Uh, we start the aircon only, the whole place trip up. Right. Right. You get where I come from, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So from the very onset, it wasn't done means you're screwed. La. Screwed? Yeah. These are the important things. Mm. You don't listen to me. Mm. You know, but you want uh, the suppliers Chef, of all do the... You think, do you think that's just common sense? Actually, a lot of things are common sense there. Eh? Yeah. And I mean... A lot of things are common sense. How eh? could... Marketing for me is common sense. Eh? You know, how to market the, the, the food, uh, you know, is common sense. You have been marketing the food for three years, it doesn't work, it's common sense to change your strategy to market yourself. <laughs> la. Yeah, la, okay. It's, it's obvious. La. And then you're not close shop. Okay. Okay, but not everyone. You see, that's the thing. That I I I'm very I'm quite I'm quite mar- I'm quite marvelled by this. You know why? Because here you go, a shy person started out in the F and B world, culinary world, late, failed first time around, and then went to you know work his way through a Jamie Oliver's in in an overseas setting. Probably was so fucking alien to you, right? Traveling out to the UK. And then, you know, only know how to cook Chinese food. And then you had to learn all that. Then you come back. And then, yeah, they made a centerpiece of you, which actually would have been the, that would have been the killer, lah, you know, when, when you started your, you know, restarted the, in the restaurant business again. But for someone like you, as you said, shy, and then, Putting up a big portraiture of yourself on a building. Because I look at uh, people who are following me. They are in, uh, they are, most of them are ex-offender. Yeah. And then I'm the leader. But you were an ex-offender if too. I'm, I'm, if I am shy, I yeah. can't 
lead them. I can't articulate what I'm doing. I can't mm-hmm. articulate my brand. Uh, what am I cooking? What are cheese baked rice? Who's going to articulate for you? Yeah, sure. You know, sure. So I, I, I have to force myself to wear this uh, bonus. I would say. Then from from that on, I I, I begin to, I begin to 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 give public speaking. Uh, you know, of course, the first few time was was bad. You know, and then slowly, I I I have gained the confidence to. Yeah, to yeah. speak to this is, this any kind of uh, uh, audience. So, so basically, it was necessity, but there was another factor, lah. The factor is, is that you've always had it in your blood to give opportunities to ex-offenders, and you felt that you have to really show them the way, and you took your put your best foot forward, and put yourself in an uncomfortable position. Just to lead them. Wow, it's possible. Even yeah. if you are shy, you can't talk. You can change to someone that you can actually articulate. I, I mean, for me, it's a it's a very good example. Mm. You know, if you know me, man, ten years ago or before, I st- during the time when I started my restaurant business, I'm a very shy person. Mm. I don't, I can't hold a conversation with anybody. Uh, you know, for one two sentence, I I, I will be looking down. Mm-hmm. But you before we started shooting today, uh, we had a chat, and one thing that caught me during that chat, I'm going to raise it now, on camera. You started in this life at 45. What advice would you give, say someone like me, for instance? Yeah. I'm 53, or anyone out there who's in the middle age, and they have a dream that they want to pursue. Should they or should they not? And if you say they should, what advice would you give? First, you have to ask yourself, are you hungry enough? You must be very hungry. You must be very hungry to eat the birthday. Then you just take it back. You know, you don't care about your hand oily or no consequences. You don't care. You just go ahead and try it. You never try, you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, but I there's always it, this you know. fear of failure, right? Huh? There's always this fear of failure. They've got family. If I look back, if I look back, if you ask me, if you, uh, if you, if you are able to do things uh, uh, over again, we want to come into F and I don't want. I, I look at it, it's very tough. Like, it's very tough. I don't know how I survive all these mm-hmm. years and make it uh, make make it a successful mm-hmm. I really scratch my head, man. Wow, so difficult. I don't want really I'm scared, man. I run, man. You know, but uh, the, when you but uh, the uh, but if you, has, you if you can succeed, if you can succeed, it's really very uh, uh, good. I never thought of retirement, you know. I never thought of uh, uh, one day I'm be able to retire. I don't have to worry about my next meal. I don't have to worry about mortgage. I never thought of that. No, I, I can't say I'm a very rich person, uh, but I can't say I'm a poor person. I eat anything, anytime. If you ask me, man, how tomorrow we go for uh, New York f- for holiday or what? No problem. I can. I'm I'm able to afford to go. I don't have to worry about anything. Everything is paid off, paid. No mortgage, nothing, no loans. I am a free person. I never thought one day I can be uh, sitting here, retired. But you are, you see. You are. You never yeah. thought of it, but you're retired. So your journey towards retirement, uh, there must have been something that, it must have been somewhere in the back of your head, right? That, I will retire sooner or later. I never thought of retirement. But then uh, you, you. Uh, my wife, uh, my wife uh, retired when she works for the government. She's a civil servant. Sixty-five, she retired, and then during that time is just after COVID, when people are allowed to dine. I, I felt that I'm tired. I want to spend more time with my wife, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, we downgrade. Mm-hmm. Got I got a old point block large, two of us stay a very, you know. But before that, you were living I, in I, a. I'm living in a in a in a penthouse. Right. I have a roof garden, my boy. Wow. Roof garden. Wow. I tell you, she, 
every time when she harvests the cherry tomatoes, harvest and not pluck, you know, <laughs> fall over between. <laughs> Sweet one or harvest one, no. <laughs> You know, we got melons, we believe in a melons or No. On your no roof melons, garden. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. My wife loves all this. Uh. Uh-huh. You know, I'm more uh, uh relaxed in my aircon room, don't come out too hot, don't come living room type. Well, she'll wear like a gardener and then she loves she loves all that kind of activities. Uh. Okay. You know, okay. so I'm I'm uh, yeah, now uh, we give that up at my point block. Five room flat. I built her a nursery because there's one part of our space is a uh, east sun. Mm-hmm. So she grow her plants. You know, for me, uh, I work. My hobby will be, uh, you, you know, you see me from my Facebook. I I take out the I guitar. I love to. I <laughs> uh, imagine I'm Gary Moore. And then do some <laughs> still got the blues. Yeah. You know, I gain to you know the kind of well. Uh, yeah, you yeah. Know. So I, I mean, I mean, my sixties. These are the thing you do when you are a kid, no. So when you after exam, got nothing better to do. Get your guitar and then listen carefully how you interpret that phrase by Gary Moore. Yeah. You know that dash. How do what? Ah, I mean, do this. You know. Yeah. Right, You're pretty good, actually, to be honest. Okay. No, I, bad, I, I, you know? I actually watch and listen, you know. Yes, You're uh, not I, I bad. Really under, I try to think, I, I try to understand different phrases that Gary Moore makes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I try to replicate. Of course, I'm not. Well, you really like Gary I Moore. I get the tone. Well, why Gary Moore? Huh? <laughs> no, someone who, who, who I really respect. I respect the, the way, the, the kind of style he plays. Mm-hmm. You know, the loner. Still got a blues, his classic. And mm-hmm. A lot of his songs I love to be. But then maybe after that, like, I'll go into another kind of genre. Like. I see, I see. So you, that's what you do every every day. But now I have a different kind of uh, hobby. If you, if you follow my Facebook, uh-huh. once in a while, I'll do my glutinous rice, lor my fun. Okay. Yes. Okay. And then uh, uh, just, I think yesterday, I just advertised, okay, for next week, uh, 7 to 11 of August, uh, during the week of National Day, I'm going to sell my all my fun. My all my fun is not cheap, $108 two kilo. Wow. Uh, you have to come and collect, you know. You don't come and, hey, can you arrange for, no, 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 no. Can you divide for me, uh, uh, I, I don't do all this. You want, you come. How do they order? How do people like, well, PM me. Just, okay, just PM get, you. Uh, okay, everyone, you can not PM, uh, PM Chef Benny Sito. Uh. I, I don't do every day. <laughs> I don't do, I, I, I feel, uh, wow, this week maybe nothing much to do, can do. La. Uh-huh. Not much I want to do. Because we are not uh, doing it for the mind, doing it for the, I want to do it to, to, to continue to to improve my craft, you know. Even uh, even after retirement? Yes. You know what, uh, when I, tomorrow I have, uh, let's say for some uh, derail on my phone, tonight I can't sleep, you know. Uh-huh. I'm very excited, you no. Know? I would think of how I'm going to work technique I'm going to use and then what time I wake up and then what to do. Uh, actually, it saps a lot of my energy, you know. <laughs> because there's one time I do for a few weeks. Uh, wow, I think uh, I told my wife I'm not going to do it anymore. Takes too much of our time. We are retiring, you know. We are tiring, you know. We shouldn't have been doing this. We should just uh, do some uh, nature walks because, <laughs> you know, my house, uh, we, we can walk to the Cuban barracks. Yeah, and, yeah. Henderson, yeah. Uh, we can walk the, the green corridor. We got so many things to do. So just yesterday I posted after a few hours all sold out. <laughs> so next week I'll be quite busy. Well super boy. Cooking a lot of my fun. And my mother fun is uh really damn good. Mm, okay. Pretty sure. Next time you're doing this again, uh, put it yeah. up on Facebook, I'll look out for it. Yes. But I put a few hours all sold out. Oh boy. Like hot cakes, man. <laughs> You know, so okay lah. I think uh, a lot. I have a lot. Of fans, but why? Why did you sell? What? Okay, you sold the penthouse to downgrade, huh? To yeah. downgrade. Okay, Be, uh, and your wife was okay with that. Okay, okay, okay. Lost she, the she roof garden and all that. Uh, she, she, she always complained to me because uh, my penthouse had one eight three three square feet. No, oh, that's by two. Uh. Okay, our veranda is huge. My veranda for my ground twenty nine floor is four hundred. The space is huge, uh, but my living space is very little. Right, right, right. You know, upstairs is about five hundred square feet. Mm. Then my below. So when, when my when we my my wife all this one felt very claustrophobic. You know, it's a three bedder, three toilets. You know, 
So when I moved to this friend house, she was so happy. She was so happy. She was so happy. She said, wow, I can really breathe. You know, it's so, so well. So we come back to basic. We want to go back to basic, you know. And then we, we live uh, simply, you know. But we, we, we can travel. My wife was so okay with traveling. And then we just... We just travel. Uh, last two years when the, the, the pandemic opened up for traveling, wow, we really travel quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Travel, travel. And then your next passion is your bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite a rocker, huh, Chef? Yes. I, uh, when, when I retired in 2021, I bought a, bought a Harley Davidson uh, Pan America. It's a damn lousy bike. I nearly, uh, three months I bought, I paid cash 70k. <laughs> not boasting and then three months the bike arrived and uh, uh, for, the, for the first three months two and a half months in Harley uh-huh. workshop oh my goodness uh, at that time I was very mad I, I really want to sue them I bought a lemon mm. then uh, I, 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 I I look at the consequences I don't want to put myself into limelight again uh, so I saw it at about 40k. Oh, yeah. A few months I lost. Then I told myself I do never ride any bike anymore. So when I retire and recently I bought a Ducati. <laughs> <laughs> okay, la, enjoy la. I I enjoy 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 riding the Ducati, you know. Yeah, so much for not wanting to ride a bike anymore. La. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I mean, retiree. So, I actually, uh, I'm, maybe I'm trying to uh, justify. La. I ask myself, you want to be a, a laid-back kind of passive retiree? I want to be very active. So, you want to be passive? Don't buy. La. Everything laid-back at home. La. Play your Gary Moore. <coughs> so, you want to be active. La. It's like, get your motorbike, climb, go and drink kopi with your friends, that kind of thing. La. So, Mm. Yeah, this is what I'm doing now. And you're having fun. Having fun. Do you miss the uh, besides the time when you put out your orders to cook? Do you uh, miss the daily grind? Do you miss you know uh, all that? Actually, I it is there's the time for you to pian. Mm. There's a time for you to really uh, uh, see how you accumulate some money, save some money. There's a time you. Think of buying cars. I mean, you know, probably I have been poor for since young. When I see uh, first stash of money I bought, every year I change a German car. No, wow, brand new German every year. Well, except for Audi. <laughs> I don't know why lah. I'm not against Audi. <laughs> I drive a Porsche, got a Mercedes, brand new ah. Mm. Uh, then uh, got the BMs, all brand new. Then stand ready after one year. <laughs> Drive Range Rover. Land then you Rover. went from Germany, you went to England. Uh, la. German cars are better. British car technology loads to the Germans. Oh, yeah, la, technology wise, uh, I agree. I drove a Range, Range Rover. Mm. The Villa. But trouble free. Uh? High spec edition HS. Mm, trouble free. Huh? I think they're more trouble free. Uh. The, the electronics got problem. Mm. Just like the Harley I bought, really. Mm. You know, they can't solve the, the, the bloody electronic problem. <laughs> then they don't launch. Uh. So there's a new, new model. Uh. New model, it's called the Pan Am. I'm not a, I'm not a bike guy, so I you really know, don't know. The first, you know, when you ride an adventure bike, uh, uh-huh. climb, you tiptoe. Yeah. Right? When you start your bike, uh, straight your bike goes down. No. Okay. You're flat-footed. I thought of this technology I salivate. <laughs> I'm the only one that's going to drive that. <laughs> and then arrive. The, so the thing doesn't go down. Goes down. <laughs> okay. But first three months, two and a half months in the bookshop. Uh, you know. <laughs> and I remember I, I dropped it once and I tried to lift it up. Uh-huh. I got my frozen shoulder for two over years. How do we? Really? Yeah. I mean I wrote I wrote BM bikes. Holy shit. All the adventure bikes. Hmm. Anything drop, you uh, the center of gravity of the machine makes it very easy for you to just think like nothing. Well, this one really, uh, maybe I'm not cut off for 
riding Harleys. So before we end the show, Chef, any plans? Not? Do you have any plans worth mentioning? Worth mentioning? Okay, uh, when I was uh, uh, running a business, I never thought of passive income. Mm-hmm. You know, salary is good. What I want to think about this. Mm-hmm. So uh, after I retire, I, I mean, I like what I said. I I I I can't say I'm poor. Okay. I can't say I'm very rich. Okay. But I I don't lack anything really. The Lord provides me with almost everything. So now I start to think about passive income. So now I'm uh, learning how to invest in uh, 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 property. Mm-hmm. You know, you are, might not be buying big houses or what. Lah. So I'm, I'm doing some co-living space. It's very interesting. Lah. You don't have to do a lot. Mm-hmm. Something that I can invest. Right. I can see my my my, my, my properties. Yeah. It's not like something crypto depends on whatever falls. Suddenly you become a rich man and then suddenly you... Bah! Gone. I, I, I'm not, I'm not a, a, a investor of such. Uh, I'm not... I don't, right. I don't speculate. Lah. Right. You know, you want to speculate myself, I buy... For so you're looking towards finding investors yeah, right now, so like right property now I'm, uh, get I'm, passive I'm, income. I'm co-living, quite okay there. Huh. Quite okay. La. Wow. But I'm not promoting co-living. No, no, sure, sure, something sure. I find that, hey, if I will have no uh, such kind of uh, passive income, uh, I, yeah. I would have uh, do it while I'm running my business. I have to spend a lot of time and then it just generate some uh, so you, funds and then it's mm. better than put in the bank. La. <laughs> so basically you're saying that, I mean, do you feel then that you could should have done that earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So now I'm doing it. La. It's never too late to do something uh, crazy. So you're okay, really... Not really crazy. La. You ask me a question, uh, if you're in your 50s, 60s or start something, if you're hungry, you start. La. Mm. You think you can... Uh, uh, you can um, uh, you even if it, 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 it's a loss you, you are able to do it you don't go and borrow money and, and go and do any invest anything never never so uh, save up and do it yeah save up and do it uh, you hmm. some money you know better than put in the bank right you know the kind of uh, what right so you're really really retired uh? I, I'm really retired wow I'm not joking wow seriously retired and uh uh, uh, at first was quite difficult but now I'm enjoying you know happy uh, for you chef happy for you and I really want to thank you again for being on my show at this time on this show and uh, really it's really nice seeing you again and really everything you say is always genuine it's always really from the heart yeah. and I can tell I really didn't have to talk much today <laughs> and there's always a great thing about having you around I don't have to talk so much I think you probed the right questions <laughs> I mean we, we never planned for this no. I don't know why I'm going to talk that's my oh, fact. You, you, I you, 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 you probe. I can tell you. I, I prepared. I prepped ten questions here, upon which uh, I only use one, <laughs> and that was the first question I asked you. After that, I forget it really, <laughs> because you were basically telling me everything we. I, I think we all ought to know, <laughs> you know, and that's really, really great. And here's the takeaway I have. The takeaway is, like what you said, if you have any, if you have a real passion, and you're hungry. Just go and do it. Um, amongst other things, if you're going to go into F and B, don't be stupid. Do your homework. Yeah. Before you do anything. If you want to destroy the life of your enemy, <laughs> ask him to go to F and B. Ask him to start a restaurant. <laughs> it's from the heart. <laughs> And that's a great way to end the show. <laughs> so once again, everyone, I've had the pleasure of having Chef Benny Sito with me. I I should I still call him Chef. I don't care whether he's retired or not. As far as I'm concerned, that title has been conferred on him and it will always stay with him. So thank you again, Chef Benny. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh this little tete-a-tete that the two of us have been having. Um, and uh, once again, thank you to Gordon's Vades. Uh, it's been really, really nice. Please do continue to send them our way, okay? As you can see, Chef Benny was munching away. He was loving it. Um, and everyone else, uh, please do, please do subscribe to CCB TV podcasts in YouTube. And also follow us uh, on Facebook 
at ccbtv. We are also on Instagram, ccb.tv underscore and surprisingly, we're on TikTok as well at ccbtv. This is Chris Hansen. Um, whatever you do, don't just drop into the F&B business without thinking. Don't go there. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you again soon next week for the next episode. Bye-bye. Mm.